Dark Side of Eve, Chapter 28 The Law of Power Previously on the Dark Side, Farah is visiting Venus, and the catastrophe seems to be close, but it didn't happen. Episode 84 It is not working like I wanted it to. My family must lead the universe. You are here by free will. You love my son, and I can accept that. If you look in your soul, you know you are here because you want the power. You want it like everybody else. Power leads the best character to hell. This is our fate. All I want from you is that you start leading. You are not the nice girl from the neighborhood. Start leading. On Venus, everything is working well. It is time to let others work too. Force them. You are always on duty. Discipline and hard work guides you. The others can do the same. Try it. All the arbitresses have to lead the same direction. We are the power. The others are the workers. Make sure on Venus they live like this. Eve was completely shocked. But Farah was right. To make sure everybody is on the same path, I shall install a meeting for all arbitresses. The one-woman show is at an end. Every 200 days we will meet, each time on a different planet, so everybody has to travel. Matakela and Zinia disappeared. Eve didn't remember she saw this before. Two beings weaker than one woman? She saw that Farah smiled. Farah had a lot of power. Did she ever think she would be like this? Eve asked herself. Eve offered a second coffee and opened her mouth to apologize, but Farah went on speaking. Well, this was the official part. Let's talk private now. Eve sat down. She was surprised. My family still creates uncertain personalities. I don't know how to handle this, but when I look at John, at Nick, especially at Eric, who is a handsome man and also the little slave boy you found, I'm sure you know how people can be trained to be self-reliant, hard-working and civilized. I want you to do the same to my son as you did to Eric. emotional jumps were hard to stand for Eve. She was still surprised by Farah's behavior. Farah could be an adamant empress who had the skills to know everything, but she also was a woman who was able to ask without being ashamed or to lose her honor. Andrew is lazy, arrogant and imperious. He is unreliable and you cannot trust him. I like you to look after him. I want him to live here with your family. Our name should stand for empress, for arbitresses and generals. Even if his father was the perfect genetic choice, the reality shows me it is difficult for me to parent him. Would you do this, please? Eve was polyaxed. After all these years, she still underestimated Farah. She had all this power and skills, but she wasn't ashamed to speak about mistakes and inadequacy. Eve was so impressed, she promised herself to follow Farah wherever she leads. She earned respect, and Eve was filled with humbleness as she answered, Sure, we can take him. Farah looked at Eve for a moment and smiled friendly. It seemed like she was happy. Can I ask you something, Farah? Eve asked with a low voice. I know what you want to know. You think I have just sons, but this isn't right. I also have a daughter, Maria, 
She is sixteen, and you can clearly see that she will be an arbitress later. Eve fell into the next shock. Did anybody see the pregnancy of Farah? Do you like to know why I don't abort the boys, right? Eve nodded. Well, the truth is, a long time ago I had an abortion. I killed my baby because I wanted the power. It was a sort of greed mixed with uncertainty and weakness. Since that day I was not able to forget. The cut in my heart will not heal. I am not able to do this a second time. Farah knew about the talk. She knew everything. She risked her own death while she allowed the beings to see everything about Anna and her husband. And it was worse. She suffered for years under the separation of Rigades. She never held Anna responsible. She never held her responsible, even if she was guilty too. Did the beings know earlier? Did Farah know they already knew? Had Farah a heart? Eve felt guilty. Don't feel guilty, Eve. To blackmail Anna was part of the plan. The beings wanted to see how adamant I could be. I never felt guilty, and they accepted me as an arbitress. In these times, the laws were different. Everything was different. Now I accept the consequences, and it was not a pretense. I really didn't want to go on. This way is the better one, I understood, but we have to go slower, otherwise we get security problems. We need good staff in every key position. That's important. She smiled at Eve. Then her face changed, and she added, But there's one thing, one rule you will never change. You know which one I mean. Don't touch it. Eve nodded and promised through her thoughts. Farah left Eve, and General Alan MacArthur followed her. The last two hours he waited for her in the living room. He waited for hours that would come now. He still had to fulfill his fate today. Eve felt cold. She saw them leave and knew what would happen. She took a glass of red wine and sat in front of the fireplace. She wanted to think about what happened, and she did, but at a certain point she slept. The next morning John found her in the chair, the glass still in her hand. John smiled and tried to wake her up as softly as possible, but he didn't manage. Eve opened her eyes suddenly, looked at his face and asked, Is Matakila already here? No, but breakfast. Sorry, I can't. She went in the bathroom, she showered and left the house. While she was walking, she ordered Matakila to the office. How did Farah know all that? Why didn't anyone tell me the truth? She was right about my leadership, right? Matakila, please help me to learn to be an arbitress. Is it your wish, or do you feel obligated? Both. As Eve was in the office, Fleur brought her coffee. Eve cancelled her first appointments and started a discussion with Matakela about Farah, the laws and leaderships. Then Matakela showed and explained to her how an arbitress acts and works. With his ideas, it was easier and Eve thought she could learn. After three hours, she left the office. She met John in the corridor and told him everything was fine. She kissed him and went to the meeting with Farah and her staff. Several meetings were scheduled and lunch had to be taken in the conference room. There was a lot of work to do. The general, normally at Farah's side, wasn't there. Eve noticed, but had no time to think about it. She was too busy. This evening, Eve was lucky. She had no appointments, and she really needed the break. Farah told her she wanted to be private this night, and Eve knew what would happen again. She didn't really think about it. She didn't have a chance to change it. Neither did Al MacArthur. Two evenings the same game. Torture, pain, and abasement was more than anybody could stand. Gordon cured him during the day, so he was able to take his place this evening again. He knew very well he had to, otherwise she would harm the boy. His life was difficult anyway, but he didn't want the boy to have a worse childhood. 
She always told him she would send Andrew away. She knew he loved him, and she blackmailed him with his son. He had to satisfy her. Without the boy, his life was done. Before Farrell left Venus, she gave special order to Margareta and John. They had to upgrade Eric. It wasn't already the time yet, but he was brave during the war, and she had to look into his mind while he was in hospital. He had the strength to be the chief in charge one day, and she would support him. John was surprised by the order. She was proud of Eric, even if she didn't say in words. Was she ever proud of him? He didn't know, but he would upgrade his son. Margarete wasn't that happy, but she gave her permission in accordance with the law, and Eric was made a colonel. Mm -hmm.